This podcast, we will answer questions from our community. People send us their question and in this podcast, we will answer them and give you an idea how uh, the path of the firekeeper looks like. So welcome again and let's get started. The first question we received is about a 10-year-old nephew and the writer, she stated it like, like this. My 10-year-old nephew started at his, secondary, his new secondary school. And my sister and mother are telling he's having a tough time and my sister is asking to send him love. I feel his struggle and I would like to help him. Is there something I'm, I can do for him and related to my fire? This is a very good question. Yes, I think so. Because it's always nice to help somebody. And we're actually supposed to do that. We're always here also to help each other grow. No matter what question, no matter what problem. Let's help each other to grow. Especially when it's family. When it's family, it comes very close. So the moment our family is asking for help, we something is starting up in ourselves and we immediately are ready to start helping. But there's also something different. Yes. One of the things that happens is we immediately start imagining how that is for that person. But that's not the truth. That's your own memory or experience that is coming back and giving you a physical sensation, emotions. Especially when it's about children. The moment when I read this question, I already feel for myself that I go back to secondary school when I was this age and how I felt and what I've seen. And also when I was like a therapist, what I've seen there. So every memory is starting up. Is that what you're saying? Yes, including being the bully or being bullied. That's so interesting to realize that the moment this question is coming, and I just repeat it again, that the moment this, this question is coming, that all those memories are coming to your mind, are coming to your body also. Because the moment is coming, I also feel immediately the stress. It's like, oh no, he's in trouble. Oh no, I have to help. Oh no, what should I do? It's like my my helpy, the helper part, really starts going and starts like um, finding solutions or finding things I should do or um, I I everything is like how do you say that it's it's like going off it's it's like going off like a button you push. Yes, I immediately remember situations from early school situations that happened to me. And my, my whole body starts reacting. I'm actually getting angry. I want to do, I want to help and bring in talk or whatever. In and many cases, they call this um, empathic distress because we feel like very connected to this person. And at the same time, we feel stress. So it's like empathic distress, especially with family and children. Yes, especially young children. They always touch us. Yeah. And so there's many things in this you first have to do. is first you have to start looking to yourself. 
How is this touching me? Maybe Why is this touching you? Yes. And maybe it's even related to the situation. Yeah. And that the message is coming. In what kind of state am I in that this message is coming to, to me at all? So what you're saying, you have to listen to the bigger picture. It's not only this message, but how is it relates to you in this moment in time? Yes. Yes. And by just already doing this, your physical appearance start changing you're starting to listen to yourself and that's beautiful maybe even more memories come and this is sometimes very difficult because we tend to go to the other person we tend to immediately like um sit in the energy of the other person like okay well i feel this and this is happening and this is really bad and i need to do something But then we are missing the point. We are missing that something is touching us. So the moment this is happening, what you're saying, Danny, is that we should turn to ourselves first. What's really happening to us in this moment in time? Why are we so touched by this message? Or why are we so in empathic distress? Yes. And you have to, because otherwise you're actually making it worse. Worse. Because you're (laughs) literally having that stress. And if you're then going to start sending energy, you're sending stress. Oh, so there's more pressure on this child than even before. Because now you're putting your worries and your stress upon this child. And energy-wise, that's what you're sending. Yes. So there is already chaos. And now more energy is giving more chaos. So it's very likely that the other person, or the child in this case, cannot handle this much energy. And it will shut down on some level. And sometimes we say, well, let's send him love or her love. But when our body is in this empathic distress, it's very difficult to send, I I quote send, to send love because it's like confusing energy going to the other person because it's more like from the mind we'd like to send the love than from our hearts because when we really open up in our hearts we do not feel stress anymore we are just at peace and that's what we're sending but most of the times we are we having this stress in our body and that's the reason we want and I, I, I say it again we want to help yes And a very big thing in this energetic world is we are supposed to help. Especially those who have a lot of energy, a lot of love and can help. They do this out of I have to help. I have to help is distress. And it's not needed. You are perfect the way you are. And if you're allowing that feeling... And then just sit with the other person. That's when it starts opening up. Then you're sending, okay, everything is okay. Oh, what you're saying is like you are kind of an example in that moment. Even on distance, you're just being the example in calming your body down and say, well, just shut up to your mind because your mind is making all those scenarios and thinking all those things, really bad things and bad memories. And your body is like having this stress, 
But then you say to your to your mind in a way, well, shut up, and to your body, calm down, and then you just sit. Yes, and first you start listening to yourself, if need be, and second is start or invite the other person to the other side of the fire and start listening. And whatever comes up, it's okay. So if you have been doing the fire exercise, which which you can download on our website, um, you just sit on your side of the fire. And when you have done this, you know the feeling of sitting on your side of the fire. It's very calm and very peaceful. And this is the place where you start listening. And then you can invite this other person, like this nephew or anyone else who is in trouble, on the other side of the fire. And you just do nothing. You just sit there and just listen to whatever comes up. And sometimes you're saying, well, you you see all kind of uh, images or maybe all kind of old memories are coming. That's totally fine. You don't have to do anything with it. You just sit there. And this will help the other person way more, even if you do not understand what's really happening. Yes. And an extra step that you can do is their environment. So in this case... The sister, your sister and the mother also ask them in the, le- in the second stage of this talk or this listening to come and sit at that fire because they need the help too. They see and feel the pain. They also want to help and see what is best. But it really helps if you radiate this peace, radiate this listening because by listening you're inviting a flow that will bring an answer, that will bring us a solution. Yeah, we are so used to talking and to uh, give our advice or to share how we should do it. But this is way more powerful. The moment we start sitting at our fire, something different is happening and, and something will shift also for other persons, even if you do not understand it and don't know what is really happening. But the moment you step back and being calm and being at peace, that's what's happening also to your family because they are very connected to you or your dear friends. They're also very connected to you. And this is what they start feeling. It's different from sending your love because usually it's, it's, it's a lot of confusing because there are a lot of other emotions are coming with it. But the moment you sit at your fire and you feel you get really calm and things are really like expanding, then it's different. Then it's not like descending the love, but it's just happening by you being yourself and you being in in a very calm and peaceful energy. Actually, the listening is loving because that brings back the flow of energy, which is love. Yeah. It's very simple, but it's not very easy. No. <laughs> what do you think? It's <laughs> <laughs> very simple, not that easy. No, no, no. no it takes practice and practice and practice again. And even every time when I have those situations, I have to remind myself to, even if I, I've been working with this whole medicine wheel and sitting at my fire for quite a long time already, I still sometimes have to remind myself or... Danny has to remind me. <laughs> but that's also a good thing that we are learning and that we are that we gain wisdom in this part. 
and holding the space for each other this way is beautiful. It brings back the bigger peace, but also the connection with yourself and with the others. So please let us know what's happening after this podcast and what it did with you. Maybe you have some more questions. Please share it or send us just an email when you have your own question about your work or your family or any loved one. So we'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening and see you next time.